This is the Loop Podcast. Today I'm joined by Chris Allen, president of Boyd Sports. Alright, I'm here today on the Loop Podcast with Chris Allen, uh, the Tennessee Smokies president and COO. Uh, Chris, we'll start out uh, by getting this, this COVID talk out of the way. Um, and talking about how COVID has affected you uh, and the entire Tennessee Smoky staff. Uh, so just tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, what it's changed for you guys. Well, obviously, it's, uh, it's basically crippled our entire industry this past summer. We didn't have a baseball season. Um, you know, we, we had to furlough quite a few employees. We kept a lot of employees on board. Really, the employees that we furloughed, we, we, we only furloughed, furloughed the ones that would make more money on the furlough. So, uh, the people that were higher paid employees, we kept them around just because we didn't want them to have to struggle throughout these however many months it was going to be. But uh, we did a high school baseball season, kept us pretty busy during the summer. Here in Tennessee, it's been pretty relaxed in regards to, um, you know, what the government's putting out as far as what you can and can't do. So we, we followed by all the rules and regulations they gave us and uh, had, a, had a whole season, had an all-star game. Um, we, we did pretty well with it. I mean, the community loved us for doing this for these high school seniors that basically lost their final final high school year. So it worked out pretty good. We're, uh, we're pleased with it. Uh, well, how have you been able to keep, you know, the staff? You mentioned uh, having high school sports and, and things like that. How have you kept the staff busy and, and kept the jobs going throughout the entire shutdown? Well, like I said, we end up furloughing a lot of people that would make more money through, through the government's unemployment program. Uh, but the ones that didn't, we, uh, we, we cleaned the stadium. We did a lot of painting. The ballpark there at one point in time was looking better than it ever has because we, we had we'd done a lot of stadium operations jobs. And then, again, once the high school baseball season started, we were having three games a day, you know, Tuesday through Thursday. Uh, well, Monday through Thursday, excuse me. So we stayed kept us all pretty busy. But we had, uh, we had to work twice as hard for what little bit of money we made this year. Right. Uh, what, give us a little bit of background info on you and your day-to-day uh, responsibilities as president and COO of the Tennessee Smokies. Yeah, my main job is, you know, the president. We have, I'm the president of Boyd Sports and, of course, the Smokies, but we have three other teams. We oversee uh, the John City Cardinals, Elizabeth and Ten, Twins, I can't talk, Elizabeth and Twins, and, of course, the Greenville Reds. So I, I oversee those. I look at financials usually in the mornings when I get here to see how, how things are tracking, especially we had a game the night before. In this case, this past summer, wasn't a whole lot of games to look at. So the financials were pretty uh, depressing every morning when you look at those. Uh, and outside of that, I'll usually have uh, I have been doing a lot of Zoom calls this year, as, as everyone has. So we do Zoom calls with our general managers, just touch base with them, make sure they got, you know, whatever it is they're working on, you know, get a kind of check and balance, see how things are going, accountability, creating a big on accountability. And um, that's pretty much how my day's gone. And then I'll jump in there and help out on the nights, the game. I mean, I'll tell you, I probably PA'd. I did a public address announcing for probably, I don't know, 50 or 60 games this year. So that's you awesome. just jump in and help out wherever you can, you know. Worked in the concession stands, did a little bit of everything. It was it was actually reminded me when I first got out of college and went into the business, I ran a team in North Carolina, a summer collegiate team, and I did all the work. It kind of reminded me of those old days. So you're not just the president of – the Smokies, you're the president of Boyd Sports. Uh, what teams does that consist of? We have um, the Appalachian League teams, which all that's changing. But we have the uh, the Chicago Cubs here in, with the Tennessee Smokies. We have the St. Louis Cardinals in Johnson City. We had the Eliz- uh, Minnesota Twins at Elizabethan. And, of course, we had the Cincinnati Reds in Greenville. So 
oversaw four of those teams. That's that's really cool. Uh, do you work mostly with the Smokies, or is it balanced between all of all of the teams? It's actually pretty balanced. I mean, I have a general manager at all of my sites, and I work here. My main office is in the Smoky Stadium. That's where I, you know we're talking. That's where I'm at today. And most of my work is um, really it's it's pretty balanced. I mean, I would say now this time of year, and usually this time of year, I'm working on budgets for next year. Our fiscal year starts October one uh, for the for each year, so we're right in the first first quarter of our new year. Um, but this year it's been a little different. I spent more time here because we ran our high school league out of here. Uh, well, we'll we'll do a few on the spot quick questions. I like to do this uh, every week uh, or every podcast episode. Uh, so we'll start off with who's your favorite sports team besides the sports teams that you work for? I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan in football. Love so, the Steelers. So that that leads to my next question. What is your favorite sports besides baseball? Um, I'm a big football guy. Uh, Love football. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby, I enjoy playing golf. A lot of guys in my business do or any business. But I, I'm a big antique guy. I love um, – I used to own an antique store and a paint store, me and my wife. So I got a lot of antiques, furniture, old signs, anything old I'm interested in. And I, you, know, you look at something that, you know, was maybe 100 years old and you're like, man, wonder, wonder what the life of that thing's been. You know, how many different people has, that, has owned that? You know what I mean? So I'm a big well, antique guy. Well, speaking of that, uh, I talked to Jonathan Nelson, uh, general manager of the Birmingham Barons earlier, uh, a few weeks ago. And he talked about his card, baseball card collection. Do you collect baseball cards too? When I was a kid, I did. I think anybody in this business at one point in time had a sports car collection. I gave all of my cards to my son, and he's a big sports car guy. And believe it or not, we're actually opening a sports car store in our team store here. This morning, I was on a Zoom call with the vice president of Tops and uh, me and my general manager here with the Smokies. We're getting ready to put a, a fairly large card shop inside our stadium. But I will tell you this, it is a very difficult business to start because I guess the product, there's more demand than there is product out there. <laughs> so we're having to jump through all kinds of hoops to get, get in these distributions, um, these distributors distribution lists. So it's tough. It's challenging. That's really cool, though, because whenever I was younger, I, I collected uh, baseball cards because my dad did and he gave me his cards. So uh, that's, that's how I started collecting cards too. Uh, so what's your favorite food? My favorite food. I, I like, um, I'm a big lasagna guy. I like Italian food and I like Mexican food too. So, but I'd say if I had to pick one meal, my last meal, I'd probably go with lasagna. Uh, well, we'll jump right back into the questions. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey uh, to becoming the president of board sports. Yeah. You know, I, um, Pretty unique. I went to a small school, Ferrum College in Ferrum, Virginia. I actually played baseball there. Played with a guy named Billy Wagner, played in the big leagues. We had a really good team, one of the best teams in that in that level of play in the country. Finished up my baseball, signed a pro contract out of college, played some independent baseball, and um, then went back and uh, decided I want to work in the business for a living. Now, the team I was playing independent ball with was a team out of Ohio. Got to know the general manager there, and I was like, man, he's got a cool job. I'd like to do this one day. So I was 12 credits away from an accounting degree. I changed my major to sports management, transferred to Liberty University, because at the time, this was way back in 1998, they were one of only five schools in the country certified in sports management. So um, I said, hey, this is this is a good school to go to, because if I graduate here with a degree in sports management, one of five schools should be able to land a job pretty quick. That worked out pretty well. Got my first job in um, Wilson, North Carolina. Went there as an assistant general manager, and within a year, I was a general manager. So I was one of the youngest general managers in baseball. And then, you know, one thing led to another, and I moved all over the country running baseball teams. 
Uh, well, why did you get into the sports field? It, was it just because uh, you, you like sports and you like baseball and you like the, the sports industry? You know what? Um, it's just it's what I've always done. Work at playing baseball is what I've done my whole life. I, I never saw myself not doing something related to baseball or sports. I mean, that's pretty much um, that's why I got into it. It's what I think I know best. Uh, well, have you always wanted to be in the sports industry in some capacity? I know that, that you just said you always liked baseball. You always saw yourself in baseball, but you almost went down the accounting route. Uh, throughout that time, did, <laughs> throughout that time, did you did you see yourself? you know, ended up in the sports industry? You know what? Um, I, I studied accounting because I've always been good with numbers. And my background in accounting has really helped me a lot when it comes to budgets and, and understand profit loss, assets and liabilities and things like that. But I couldn't imagine sitting in a cubicle every day doing someone's taxes. So I quickly changed that. Um, after I played baseball, I realized what a great job you know, and, and the guy was loving his job. You could tell he just enjoyed going to work every day. And I said, you know, I want to do something like that. And I, I was pretty fortunate to get that opportunity. So I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Originally, I was going to become an accountant. I just thought, hey, that's the right thing to do. It's a good paying job. Let's do that. And, you know, have a have a wife, have 2.5 kids, whatever, you know, and get on down the road. And then I started thinking, nah, I'm not going down that route. So it's um, been a little different for me. I do have a wife. I have four kids, not 2.5. <laughs> and uh, all four of my kids have been born in different states because every team I've Brand, it seems like I moved to a different state when I take another job. Uh, well, with you being in the sports industry and the sports management field, uh, what advice would you give me or somebody who's trying to get their foot in the door in the sports field? I would say keep doing what you're doing in regards to getting to know these people because it's, it's all about who you know, not what you know in this business. Yes, you need to know how to do the job. You need to have the experience and the understanding of the job. But the more people you know, the better off you're going to be. So it's to me, it's, it's being in the right place at the right time. You got to be a little lucky in this business and you've got to know, you got to know the right people. You got to get to know people and be a likable, personable guy and you're, you'll be just fine. Uh, well, what would you say has been your biggest challenge uh, in your career in the sports management field? My biggest challenge, oh, that's a good question. I mean, um, like I said, I got a GM job at such a young age. I didn't really have to, you know, I did an internship and you know, I had a couple of little jobs to work my way up, but I, I became a GM pretty early. I think the biggest challenges for us is, is just the industry changes so much. I mean, we're going through a ton of change right now with contraction. Uh, that's a challenge. Having to work with so many different people and so many different facets of the business. One day I'm doing baseball operations and talking to the Chicago Cubs about player personnel coming in. The next day I'm talking to my stadium ops guy about why he's got to paint uh, this bathroom for the sixth time this year. You know, stuff like that. You got to be very diverse. You got to be able to juggle a lot of balls. So I think, I think my biggest challenge is how to early on, certainly, how to manage all of those balls and give each one of those balls enough attention. Because if you if you stop paying attention to one of them, they're gonna it's gonna drop, right? So you got to make sure you keep juggling those things. So to me, it's just you've got to be a multitasker. You gotta you gotta have a lot of understanding of not just the game of baseball, but the financials of baseball, the 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 ability to manage a facility, understand how to keep up a facility, understand depreciation in that facility. Uh, you got to develop um, a, a management skill with your personnel. You, you know, I manage, I tell people this all the time, but I manage each person in my, in my company differently. I, I get to know them as a person and see what I think is going to be their buttons to make them work better. Um, and, I, and I think my style is not uh, for everybody, but it's, it's my style. It's how I operate. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, 
juggling all those different uh, categories of each uh, team? Is it is it difficult managing each uh, individual uh, thing in each ball club for each four teams? Uh, you know, managing the finances, managing. Uh, I don't know if you work in, in game day ops for all four different teams overseeing that, but is it difficult to to uh, make sure all of all every category gets the same you know attention? I guess it is. I mean, you've got look, you've got to have. I'm only as good as the people I have working for me. So I've got on a, on a typical year, we'll have a couple hundred people working for our company, and uh, I'm only as strong as the weakest link, as they say. So I've got to have good general managers. It all begins and ends with a good general manager on site, you know, and I have strong communication with them. My vice president of my company, his office is a couple of feet away from mine. Uh, I got to have a great, I got a great, great right-hand man. Jeremy Bowler is a great right-hand man. He's a guy I lean on to handle a lot of the stuff that I can't get to that particular day or week or month. So it's, it's all about having good people. You got good people. And I always say this too, if you're a good person, we'll hire you. We'll teach you how to do the job, but we want good people first. So I think you pick a good person and then you show them how to do the job the way you want it done, and, and you're going to be just fine. So that's that's kind of a philosophy we go by. We want good people, and then we'll show them how to do the job right. Absolutely. Uh, so this is this is a question that's the opposite of the biggest challenge question. What have you enjoyed most about working in the sports industry? For me, it's just uh, – well, you know what? I've enjoyed watching my, my kids grow up around baseball stadiums. My, my 19-year-old son's currently going to ETSU playing baseball there, so he's grown up around baseball. I can remember when he was a little kid getting pitched to by Brooks Robinson because he was one of the owners of a team I ran, and to, to meeting Dale Murphy and hanging out with him or to talking to – you know, Chris Bryant, why he's a bat boy for our double A team on the bench. So it's been fun to kind of be, see that transpire. But my other son and my other two daughters, they, they, they're going to, they're about to go through this and, and kind of work at the ballpark, grow up at the ballpark. So that's been fun. So it's really just the people you meet. I mean, we got so many great game day people and the fans. It's good to get to know all those people and develop relationships. You've talked a lot about people uh, and the people that you work with. Uh, who has had the biggest influence on you and your career? Uh, you know, everyone says this, but probably my father. My father was a very, uh, very key in my, my development as a young man. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, the committees and boards that you also serve on uh, and why it's important to be involved in the community uh, and other organizations outside of your day-to-day -day operations. Well, it's simple as, look, if I'm not willing to take some of my resources and help out the community, why would I ask anybody in the community to, to, to come over here and support my team? I'm currently on the uh, Habitat for Humanity Board in Jefferson County. I've served on the Make-A-Wish Foundation Board of Directors. I'm on the Junior Achievement Board of Directors, which is uh, one of my favorite programs. It's basically where they go into elementary schools, teach these kids about everyday life, about how to run a checkbook, um, how, how, how things get processed at a bank, how uh, a fire department works, things like that. Cool stuff that kids might not necessarily find interesting, like being a pro baseball player or, or being a movie star or a rock and roll singer, but it's things that more than likely they're going to experience at some point in time in their life. Because I do believe our education system does not teach young people how to get out in the world and survive. I mean, how to, how to balance a checkbook, how to manage your money, how to do things like that. We need more of that stuff in our, with our young people and you'll find less people having financial troubles when they get older. So those are the boards I'm involved with. I've been on the board of directors at the hospital and other markets that I've been in. So I always try to get involved and engaged in the community for two reasons. Again, 
I can I can expect them. How can I expect them to come support my team if I'm not trying to help them out too? So it's kind of a it's a it's a partnership at the end of the day. Uh, well, you also own a company uh, called Saying It Loud. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. I still own it. Actually, we I opened up in 2010. I left baseball for three years to build that business up. Uh, me and my partner built it up. I bought my partner out in 2015. Then I sold the company off. So I no longer have the company, but um, it was a transit advertising business in DC and Baltimore that I started that it was really the first time I've ever made any money outside of the game of baseball, believe it or not. Well, that's, that's really interesting to me because I want to get in the sports management, sports management field, just like you are. Uh, and I started my own t-shirt uh, clothing selling right. apparel company whenever I graduated high school. So trying to work that up and, and make a little bit of money, spending money for while I'm in college. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, there's so many ways for young people to make money out there today. It's uh, if you're not, you don't have any money in your pocket. It's no one's fault, but your own, right? <laughs> That's right. There's so many resources to use. It really is. It really is. Uh, well, Chris, I cannot thank you enough for, for coming on uh, my podcast today and sit down and talking to me uh, and giving me uh, advice Uh you know, I, I can't thank you enough, and, and I say this to everybody that comes on the podcast. Uh, I hope that, that I may be interviewing for you one day uh, and that you'll remember me. So, uh, you know, just it's all about uh, building building connections, like you said. Uh, so I can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to join me today. Hey, thank you, and I wish you the best of luck, and please let me know. Keep me posted on how your career goes. Yes, you sir, never I will. You, we, our paths might cross again. You just never know. <laughs> That's right. All right. Take care, man. Yes, sir. You too.